Hey, this is Andrew bringing you another Keyforge deck reveal and review. This is uh, actually a an alt art deck for the store leaderboard, the monthly leaderboard at my store for November. So, uh, for those of you who aren't familiar with how this works, uh, in order for a store to participate in the leaderboard, they need to purchase a leaderboard kit through, well, I guess in the U.S. it's all through Alliance, supposedly. Uh, and then they should get an allocation in gem that they can, uh, and, and it'll track for them. So, for example, uh, my local store, I could look up by the store name and uh, track the leaderboard there. Now, at the start of November... Amber Shards were being given out for two weeks in, not necessarily at the start of November, but when Worlds Collide came out. Uh, Amber Shards were being given out in 5x increments, so five times the normal amount. And uh, so the leaderboard totals for November were quite large, and, and what the leaderboard is tracking is Amber Shards awarded to you at local Chainbound and uh, and sealed weekly, weekly sealed events. So, um, in this case for November and December, my store only ran Chainbound. They weren't running weekly sealed. So, uh, basically every time I showed up at Chainbound, if I uh, did well, well, even if you don't win, even if you don't do well, you get some Amber Shards awarded to you. And if you do well, you get even more. And so in the end, I had uh, enough Amber Shards to be in the top four for both months, and uh, and again, that is per store. So if you have multiple stores locally, then uh, you could win at both of them or just one of them, uh, and you're not you know competing across stores. If you're going to events split between stores, you're going to have a rougher time. This kind of incentivizes you to stick with a store if you're going to do multiple events. Anyway, so uh, so for the month of November, the leaderboard deck has at least one copy of Hawk in it. That's why we definitely see shadows here. So it has the card Hawk in it, and every copy of Hawk that is in it will be an alt art version of Hawk. And uh, I'll show you how that comes up later. This is what a normal Hawk looks like from another deck. And then uh, when it comes up in here, in this deck, it'll look different. Now I did already kind of look at the list, and I'm going to go through it more speedily than normal, or at least I'm going to attempt to. I'm really bad at that. But, uh, we're, so we're pretty much guaranteed shadows. I haven't heard of anybody getting it as an altar, but I, or as a maverick rather, but I mean, maybe it could happen. And this deck is named Tripicus of Giant Gopolis. It is shadows as well as Saurian and Untamed. All right, so let's kind of go through this quick. I'm going to flip it around and do it the, uh, the way that Jean-Claude does it. <laughs> uh, so we have so we have Wild Spirit. That is a an upgrade with a bonus amber that gives a creature reap capture one. Feathered Shaman's cool. That's a two-power human witch with elusive and fight reap war each of Feathered Shaman's neighbors. And then uh, Pampaka Inga. That's the one that uh, gives plus two power to the things to the right of it. A Mimicry. I'm glad for that. Uh, mimicry makes most decks good. You know, it's it's a great card. Gebek, that's all right. Tantadlin, 
uh, I think there are three, no, two copies of Regrowth in here. That's that's good. I, I'm happy to have two copies of Regrowth. And it might be good with the uh, with the Pampaka Inga, I guess, to bring it back multiple times. Molfin is good uh, steel hate. It's hazardous three, three power, but after amber is stolen from you, it deals one damage to each enemy creature for each amber stolen. Imprinted Mermook drops your key cost and is elusive. Harmonia can potentially make us uh, get extra amber if we're behind on creatures. I'm not sure that's going to happen in this deck, but we'll see. And then Ghost Hawk, good for getting reaps out of your non-untamed creatures on your untamed turns. Manchego um, is, is an interesting one. It's a three-power human thief. So, oh, by the way, really quick, in the untamed here, I'm excited about the mimicry. It's decent stuff. Nothing amazing. Happy about the Imprimer Mook and the Ghost Talk. Nothing crazy, but good stuff. So it's pretty okay. Um, and probably like in definitely in like the top, definitely in the top half of Untamed setups I've seen in this set. I think probably in the top quarter. Manchego is a three power human thief with play. If you have five or fewer cards in your deck, steal two. So it's good to get this late in the game. Now, interestingly, uh, paired with. Uh, regrowth. There's some interesting stuff that could happen here. It could shuffle itself back in with the reap from the ghost talk too. So yeah, interesting stuff that could happen. Key forgery is an artifact with a bonus amber, and uh, basically it's like a miasma that might fire. And so uh, your opponent, if your opponent would forge, they name a house, and then you reveal a random card from your hand. Oh, that's interesting. I think I played that wrong the last time I played a game with it. Uh, it was my opponents, and, and I think they read it wrong. Uh, so that the the your opponent who's trying to forge names a house, and then you reveal a random card from your hand, and if that card is not of the named house, destroy key forgery, and they do not forge that key. So uh, so if they if it is of the house, so let's assume you have a two 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 hand and. Probably, as far as they know, you do have a 2-2-2 two, two, two hand. They have like a 1 in 3 chance of guessing right. And if they guess right, then they forge, and the, this sits there. But if they guess wrong, then they don't forge. They skip their forge a key step, or they, they just don't forge. Uh, they don't spend their amber, and this gets destroyed. So it's not like it can't keep them off indefinitely. Um, yeah, interesting card. Subtle Mall, it's a... Uh, it, yeah. It is, a, it is a very interesting card. It's better than Miasma in the sense that you don't have to play it. The uh, The timing is less detail-oriented, you know? Like, you don't have to play it the turn before they would forge. You can play it several turns early on, and then it'll still have an effect later. Um, but you're not guaranteed that it will. Uh, Subtle Mall. Simon. Got two Simons. We have a Mug. Uh, Kaimor Eclipse is potentially good with the, um, really good with the Manchego. If you know, if we get the Manchego at the end with the Kaimor Eclipses, that's amazing. Now, is that going to happen? No, not most games. But if it does, it's really cool. And even mid-game, uh, that's a, a decent way to get the Manchego back in your deck. Javinda, um, could be okay. Inky Gloom. And then here is that Alt Art Hawk, and look, you can see the difference, right? Ta-da! 
One on the left is the normal art, and the one on the right is the alt art. He's, uh, or she, one, whoever. One of the shadows elves is, uh, breaking into an artifact, I guess, which makes sense. Card still does the same thing. Gain you an amber, destroy an artifact if you do gain another amber. And the, um, the flavor text is the same too. Then we have a bad penny. That's okay with the uh, Jvinda. Uh, that's a lot of ones in there. It's potentially interesting with the Kaimor Eclipse where you might, maybe you have creatures on the board that you don't want to leave and so you put the bad penny on the flank and then Kaimor Eclipse and uh, keep your other creature. I've used Bad Penny to really good effect with Spike Trap, because you just drop the Bad Penny on the end, use the Spike Trap, Bad Penny comes back to your hand, you discard her. So, interesting stuff there. Alright, and then on to the Saurian. We have Imperial Road. It's an artifact and location with Omni play a Saurian creature. That creature enters play stun. So this lets you get the Saurian creatures out of your hand, outside of your Saurian turns, but they interplay stun. So, you know, when you actually go to be Saurian, uh, you're going to have to uh, exhaust them just to get rid of the stun and not be able to use them right away. But it's still interesting, and the ones with constant effects, um, you get that benefit right away. Then we have Regrettable Meteor. Uh, great card, if you can play it at the right time. Library of Palaiosaurus, very interesting. Um, yeah, that's a, that's a solid card. Golden Spiral, very good with Library of Palaiosaurus because these together turn into... Uh, ready and use a creature you control, gain an amber. Senator Shrix. Another potential way to use the Pliosaurus. We actually have two of those. That's interesting. And then I think two Redder Gallums. Prefectus Ludo is pretty good with those. Legatus Raptor. Chant of Hubris. More um, captured amber manipulation. And then Axiom of Grisk. So if we do have amber on all our on, on most of our Saurian creatures, we can use the Axiom to wipe the board and be in pretty good shape. Um, Wild Spirit on Shrix could be interesting. Feathered Shaman could be interesting too. Panpaka Inga has some some potential. And, uh, you know, you can unstun. Maybe you've got Saurian creatures in with uh, Imperial Road on a Shadow's turn, and then on an Untamed turn, you unstun them with ghost talk, you know, there's, there's interesting possibilities here. So, uh, yeah, I will have to try this out and see. I don't think it's, like, amazing, but it seems fine. Seems, yeah, seems pretty good. Um, and definitely different than other decks that I have, so I like that. Uh, yeah, well, this was my Altar Hawk deck. Only one Hawk, but that's fine. Uh, that's an okay number of Hawks. I, two or three isn't bad, though. Uh, and this was Tripicus of Giant Gopolis. I hope you enjoyed, and uh, soon I will put up a video with my alt art Axiom of Grisk that I got for December. Thanks. Forge some keys.